we don't deal with the foundational level differences and find commonality, then our intention to become the best parents possible, unfortunately, is actually going to become counterproductive to our intention to parent well. Especially if the foundation is cracked up like that, they are going to see it and they're going to expose it. Hey, this is Eddie. This is Ntebo. We want to welcome you to Define Self Podcast. Welcome. We are receiving questions uh, from from you all, our listeners, and and just getting some input and um, where we can offer some insight for different subjects and items. And so, one of the recent uh, questions that we've gotten is from one of our faithful listeners and. Uh, one of our people who have been consistently commenting and joining in in the discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that she's brought up, and let me just read out uh, the question she has here. All right, she says, my husband is stricter and I am more free-flowing. As a wife, I know I'm, uh, I'm following his lead, but it's challenging to enforce a lifestyle into my kids that I myself don't follow when it comes to doing what works for me personally. And this is titled Parenting Differences. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so let's do that. Let's, let's take this podcast and just talk about how do we navigate the differences in parenting. Yeah. Let's talk about crisis in parenting. Well, or, well the, the crisis in parenting differences. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me start off with saying that if there is a difference, trust me, your kids are going to help you highlight it. Right? They're gonna hi- they're gonna highlight <laughs> yeah the, the, the yeah so I yeah. find that that becomes the main environment that that kind of becomes a magnifying glass on like how am I parenting like what am I missing what am I doing right what where am I not yeah um and then you think about well this person who is by me should be a support um and we're just missing it. We're not talking the same language, yeah. right? Uh, so so I think one of the things just to be aware of is how life tends to bring these things to light. Yeah. Um, and if you aren't deliberate about engaging it, right, and, and ensuring that it's going in the right direction, it could be n- another one of those things that kind of steamrolls over you mm-hmm. and tells you that you're powerless and tells you that you're hopeless, mm-hmm. right? And and that should never be the case in, in a marriage. Yeah. So actually, can we just take a step back? Can yeah. we define, because I believe that there's like different levels. Can we define what we're talking about when we say parenting differences? Sure. Right. So I think for me, the top most, starting at the top, right, is parenting differences when it comes to perhaps the values, right? The things that, you know, are are the values and the core architecture and structure of what parenting needs to look like, that there could be differences at that level, right? But but that's like foundational stuff now, where Mm -hmm. we just are not seeing, you know, perhaps there's like one philosophy of parenting, and you have another, or there's a set of values that you feel need to, the kids need to have, but then your spouse has others, those are like ground level foundational differences. Right. And for me, 
in the grand scheme of things, those are the most dangerous. Mm -hmm. That if we don't deal with the foundational level differences and find commonality, then our intention to become the best parents possible, unfortunately, the fact that we have these differences and we don't deal with them is actually going to become counterproductive to our intention to parent well. And like you're saying, that that's the thing, right, with life and pressure and kids is that especially if the foundation is cracked up like that, they are going to see it and they're going to expose it, right? And a perfect example is mom values something, dad values another thing, right? So if I go to mom and I say, hey, mommy, can I do this? And my mom says no. You know, for perhaps in mom's value books, the thing that I'm asking of her is something that she doesn't believe in. So mom says no. And then I go to daddy and I say, hey, daddy, can I do this? But maybe in daddy's value book, that thing that I'm asking is perfectly okay for him, for, for, sure. for, for me to do. And then daddy is like, yeah, go ahead and do it. Guess what? The child has just exposed the crack. Sure, of course. And what the kids do, because kids are very smart people. Yeah. Is they're going to go ahead and they're going to take advantage of that crack. Of course. And all it's going to do is that it's actually going to feed into creating a wider crack. Yes. In the system. Yes. Unless, you know, the parents come and they correct that crack between themselves. So that when tomorrow the child comes and they ask mommy and daddy, all of a sudden they get the same response. That's good. Because the foundation is one. True. True. I actually I had a um a, a couple I was working with today, <clears throat> and twelve uh, year old is incredibly rebellious uh, and 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 very disrespectful. Well, one of the things that she does with the with the parents is what is it's what's called triangulation, where basically she has a tension or problem with mom. So one of the when you know mom took away her phone, so one of the first things she does is she says, "Daddy, I hate you." And she brings dad into it, knowing that dad is very different from the mom. Mom's very strict. Dad is very loving. Uh, and guess what? Daddy's now, no, no, we got to we gotta be okay. Like, why Why are you being so mean to my child? And, and so Correct. what happens is exposed, she immediately yeah. brought the two. She took the tension away from her and mom and made the tension in between mom the and parents. dad. Here's the thing. And this is what I told the family. I'm like, listen. She's using the tools that she has to get the, her needs met. Yeah. What she doesn't realize is as a 12-year-old, she's throwing out strategies to destroy your union and partnership. She doesn't realize that if she does this long enough and mm. she breaks your marriage, yeah. that she's doing more damage to herself yeah. because she's not going to have the, the health of the, st- of the, the stability, stability of your marriage, yeah, right? So, so it's so important. And I guess for us as parents, like this is where the onus and the, it, it goes back on us, the ownership is that in the, in the face of the kids, in the face of life, all of that is a sideshow. Yeah. The main focus is my marriage. Yeah. You know, it's like, how do I, that's, that's not just the main focus. I mean, I'm sure it prioritizes from God and you and your health and the marriage becomes like an incredibly important thing next. Yeah. And then the kids, yeah. right? Uh, but it's like, how do I create a an environment of safety, an environment that's secure, a foundation that this child and their rebelliousness can stand? Yeah. Because when they turn around and they're broken by life, yeah. 
They need somewhere to come and say, this is safe. Yeah. And this is where I can learn. Yeah. You and know, this so. is a foundation I can stand upon. Yeah. Right. So I think that's like a good place for us to just sort of yeah, like start good. at. Great. To say these parenting differences. Uh, and I mean, we'll get to talking about like the personality differences. But that is like secondary. But I think the thing we need to really agree on is that when it comes to foundational matter. Right. And of course, we knew parents, you know, you don't know what you know. There's a level of building. There's a level of discovering that, oh, wait, you know, we're not aligned on this issue. Um, but I think when we arrive at that point, we realize that, you know, we're not aligned. We have to figure out how we become aligned. Right. Right. Because now that we're talking about platform, we're talking about building the foundation. Right. Because like Eddie says, so if the child struggles in life, we want to make sure that there is a platform that does not have cracks, but one that is solid that has been built through a process of saying, you and I, our intention as parents is that at a foundational values level, we are going to stand as one unit, right? right? So that has to be worked out. Um, and actually, so what I, what, what, there's a scripture that came to my mind when we're just thinking about this episode. Um, and this scripture is in Mark 3, uh, chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 25. And it says, if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. For me, this is like the perfect scripture that encapsulates why it is so problematic for, you know, the parents, the couple to not be resolved and to not be standing together and on the same values with the same understanding. Right. You know, because that, you know, like just the example that you're showing, it just shows that the minute there is there's no union, that union that that lack of union can be explored, mm-hmm. and over time, what it means that some that was like just a small sliver of a crack, but that's not dealt with, just becomes this big gaping hole, mm-hmm. and all of right. a sudden you just sit standing separately, and this child who needs a sense of safety and protection, they're falling through because there's nothing to really hold them. Yeah, you know they fall through the cracks, right? So I think that's like one of those things. But for me, is that this has to be like the non-negotiable, um, you know, thing for us as parents who are trying to provide a solid base for our children. It has to be one of those things where no matter how hard it is, but we have to be willing to buckle down and figure it out because it's foundational stuff. Yeah, right. All right. Um, What do we do? What do we do uh, with parenting differences? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I guess like uh, the other thing, I'm like, okay, so what are the values that we need to find a way to find agreement on? Yeah. I think that that is probably, um, that's probably an important starting place is to have a, uh, to have a pattern of having conversations with your spouse on what defines us. You know, who are we? What are we building, right? Yeah. It's this issue of journey. Like, it's not just where our kids are now, but where they're going mm. and how we're parenting them towards that. So so if we can contextualize things in, in that way, we can start talking the same language on where we're heading, yeah. right? Because um, here's the thing. If our goal is to is to, you know, raise kids 
that are um, uh, academically um, just on point, it's like saying I'm traveling to New York. I wouldn't get on a plane and just start traveling towards Antarctica, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm actually traveling to, to, to New York, right? It's like if I know where I'm going, I know what, what direction we should be heading in. Now, the details on what that looks like can look very different depending on the personalities. Yeah. But the value and having conversation to connect on this is what defines us. This is where we're going. Uh, perfect. We can start there. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, so using that as an example, right? Um, because So it's like agreeing that, okay, so as a family, what is important, right? So in some cases, for some people, yeah, maybe academic success is number one on your list, right? Which would mean, um, you know, you journey a certain way. But I mean, for other people, um, you know, it could be that, no, academic success is not the first thing. The first thing is I want my kids to learn, let's say, um, moral integrity. But but us as parents have to agree on that because if you're the one parent who feels like no academic success is a thing to do and to be, um, and I feel like, well, no, moral integrity and working on that is the thing to be and do, um, it may be it may create conflicts because then let's say they, we have 15 minutes of, I don't know, reviewing lessons. And uh, for you, you might want us to sit down and do maths questions because for you, that's where, you know, you're at. But for me, I'm like, no, well, no, actually, let's read, I don't know, a Bible story. Um, so, you know, it's, I mean, it's a small example. Yeah. But again, it's the whole thing. Well, but if our values are not aligned, that could create an, in, create an yeah. issue. So we have to identify what things are important, you know, to us as a family. Right. Um, and, the, you know, what things are we wanting to build First, second, third. But, you know, what are those things? Yeah. So uh, you got to start there. Got to start with the value-based conversation. And I think it's, it's just important to highlight that it's not one conversation. No, it's not one conversation. It's, it's a pattern, mm-hmm. right? It's, this is a, uh, a thing that w- is constantly happening, right? Yeah. That we're constantly reflecting on, we're constantly measuring, like, what's happening? What's the context of your life? What are you learning at work? Okay, great. Well, how does that inform who we are as a family? Right. And how does that flow into how we're raising our kids? So it's it's a constant conversation to be having and checking in with each other. Yeah. And that thing that's coming to my mind is just also the value of valuing each other as a couple, you know, like above the kid. And what I mean is so a scenario where I am willing to throw you under the bus to please my child can be problematic. Right. Right. Versus one where. Dad might have said something that perhaps I'm not, you know, fully in agreement of, but because I'm trying to protect the institution of, um, and I'm trying to make sure that I'm, the value to me is I want my child to realize that I value the father and the father, you know, you value the mother. So, you know, because there'll be some times where, you know, you may do something and I'm like, oh, I would have probably done it differently. But the thing is, because I want the child to understand though, that there is a structure that is tight on both ends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they may come sure. and I'll be like, okay, no, is that what daddy said? Fine, let's go with daddy. Let's go with what daddy said because I want them to understand that this is a tight structure. Yes. You know, daddy and I support each other. Yes. So I'm not about to just throw daddy under the bus to just make you happy. Right, correct. You know, I'll be willing to like make you unhappy, 
but make sure that long term you realize that wait, mom and dad are on the same page. Yes, because right. I think that there's a vulnerability sometimes that we can fall into as parents, where you like you feel sorry for your child, but the feeling sorry for your child should become secondary to valuing your spouse. And if I don't agree with you, then you and I can take it to the site and hash it out. Yeah, till we come to agreement. Right. But I think the important value and the thing that we need to protect is to make sure the child knows that they are in a secure place where mom and dad are standing on the same platform. Yes, yes. So, so that's the value uh, conversation where we're talking about um, that's a key conversation we need to have first. So yeah. now let's just talk about, well, the personality differences. Like how, how do we handle just the personality differences in your spouse yeah yeah all right so so the first platform that non-negotiable we have to find a way to agree now the personality differences this is a part where now we actually evaluate differences yeah <laughs> right so this is like the second bucket this is like a secondary area where differences are welcome right right mm-hmm. once because and the reason also differences are welcome is because there's a context of safety that's already been created. Mm -hmm. The context of safety is that the platform is one. Yes. The values that I shared are one. So the expression now of our different personalities are actually really going to be coming from the same place. Sure. So it's not like I'm going to be free-flowing and end up doing the thing that contradicts the value. Right. And it's not like you're going to be strict and end up doing the thing that contradicts the value. Right. But that's why it's so important for us to lay that foundation and come and fight it out there because it's Mm -hmm. not easy always. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, In some cases, maybe harder to like come to a place of agreement, but you know, you hash it out. But once you do now, then it guides the expression or it gives context to the expressions. Yeah. Right. And that's where now it becomes safe for dad to, be free-flowing, I'm a free-flowing mom to be strict or whatever the case is. Yeah, yeah, right. because it's all inside of the same. And I think also I, I like the, um, you know, what you said in the beginning, which is like, hey, well, now it's time just to hash it out and to go through pros and cons and to have a conversation about, well, okay, details, how do we actually do this? You know, and, and, and I think one of the things that I appreciate about a healthy marriage is the willingness of each individual to take it on and do it their way, but also the willingness to put down their way and yeah. to try their spouse's way, mm-hmm. you know? So, so the issue isn't, oh, well, you know, I'm more clean, I'm smarter, I make more money, I'm, I got my life more organized, so whatever I say is the way that it should go. Yeah. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, there is value, we're using that word a lot, there's qualities in your spouse that balances you out yeah you know there are things that you're missing yeah and there are ways that you are not complete yes that your spouse brings to the table mm-hmm. and until you figure out a way to actually integrate that into who you are but also the approach of what you do with your kids um you're still going to be kind of out of balance you're still yeah. going to be one-sided and the kids aren't going to get the 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 um uh the picture the complete picture that they actually need to become who they need to be, yeah. right? Um, yep. So yeah. I think that's an important point. So I think it's an important point to recognize that, like you're saying, your way is not the way. Right. You know, so you're the strict parent, but there's, 
one, we coming from the same platform, right? Of agreement, uh, values that we agree. Okay, this is how our family is going to be. But I think coming with that is also like now the, the the area of freedom, right? For the different expressions, is also realizing that, um, you, you know, we don't have to be strict all the time, but valuing your wife or your husband who is different from you, mm-hmm. right? Because, like you say, you realize that they bring value into the space of who you are, and they bring value into the space of the family. Yeah. Right. So there is no sense of, well, I'm the father, I'm this way, so we will all, you know, yeah. match this way. Uh, or I'm the mother, you know, I like the house clean all the time. So sorry, we cannot have toys thrown around. You know, we'll all be this way. No, it's that, yes, fine, I'm a very clean person. I don't like order. I mean, sorry, disorder. But I do value the fact that my husband is more free-flowing. So right. how do I, you know, as tough as it may be, bend myself a little and allow some free-flowing dimension to come out of me? Sure. So that my family is more balanced. Right. Right. Because quite frankly, it, you know, you, you, if, the, if like, I feel like, again, in, in the union of marriage, there is the there is a, the, like there's a whole thing of we benefit from our differences. So what's the point then of getting there, having our kids, and then just wanting one dimension of personality rather than trying to find how do we bring both elements into our own lives? Yeah, right. Because it has to sort of like start with me. So I so to the extent that let's say I don't allow Eddie and his Eddiness to sort of like enter the space of my heart. Chances are I won't let that really enter into the space of my kids. Sure. Or I'll do it in such a way that it just, you know, pretty. Yeah, that's good. Wow. So like that's like that's really important. Right. So it sort of like starts at that level long before kids come where I allow my husband. I'm like, okay, well, you know, fine. Things don't always have to be in a straight line. You know, he's a little messy and, you know, just to allow you to be. And then by the time kids come, granted that it's probably going to require the next level of engaging that. Yeah. But. But recognizing that, no, I do need some of that. Sure. Of and he also needs some of this. Of course. But there is no sticking to just your side and saying, well, this is just the way. Then, I mean, then what's like the point of getting married? Yeah. Then? I remember a statement you made um, <clears throat> a while ago while we were talking. You said, um, like, let's, let's make believe <coughs> God comes down and he comes visit your house, right? And he's looking around your house. The thing that he should see isn't that, oh, this is the house of Ntibble Hang. This yeah. is the house. This is the house of Eddie. What he should see is that this is the house of Ntibble and Eddie and, you know, our two boys. Yeah. Right. So so the issue isn't like, let me wipe them out, you know, or block yes. them or hide the existence of everybody else in the house and make sure that only my personality yeah. and only my my fragrance and only who I am comes out clear. Yeah. It has to be a complete picture of this is the house of Archer. It right? has to be a blending. Yeah, it does. And I think that's the word. Like, how do we find a way to blend mm-hmm. our personality, right. right? So I'm thinking almost like of a color matrix where one end is you, like in your complete mm-hmm. and adulterated self. Mm-hmm. But then in the middle, the color begins to sort of like mix and match. Sure blends in and on the other end is your spouse and what it is that there's going to be situations where we need to all lean 
and be more like Ntebo. Yeah, sure, of course. Right? Very disciplined, etc. So as a family, there's moments where, yes. you know, those of us who are not necessarily as disciplined need to tap into <laughs> right. her energy, her grace, and we learn to be disciplined and, you know, focus and zone in. And then there's, you know, life happens also in the middle where there's just like a blending where we have a little bit of both. And then there's times where, no, nobody has to be like disciplined and, and whatever. We are all just having fun and everybody's like free flowing and all of that. So there's also an issue of, I think one has to come from a sense of we love, appreciate each other and we want to find a way to allow the essence of who we each are to enter, our, as I say, our personal spaces, our hearts, and then to enter you know, our entire family, you know, to flow into our kids. Correct. And then now to also have the discernment of knowing when we lean yeah. to the left or yeah. to the right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and so so to achieve that, there's this <laughs> there's this internal process that needs to be happening um, where, you know, you realize that you're joined together with your spouse because not because like, oh, they're cute and, you know, I like them and, you know. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> But it's also because, you know, believe it or not, they are the iron that sharpens you. Yeah. Like they, you're missing things and, and they bring it in because mm-hmm. of who they are. So there's this, there has to be this willingness in your heart to say, well, there's aspects of who they are. That needs to become an aspect of who I am. Yes. Right. It's not just letting them fly and letting them do their own thing. Yeah. But it's like, how do I now take a part of that and make that me? Mm-hmm. Right. And make that actually a part of me. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's such a important thing that we allow to let flow naturally because it's going to flow naturally. It's going to come. It's going to be like highlighted in, in the fight. Yeah. You know, in the yes. confrontation and why you like this and why you do it this way. Mm. At the end of that, there should be a you know what? I didn't understand you. I now understand you. Mm. I'm going to try to do this differently. Yeah. And over time, it becomes integrated in who you are. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a little bit more stricter. You know, now I'm a little bit more cleaner. I pick up my clothes. Yeah. You know, I, I do things with a little bit more. And it's not for her. It's yeah. because it's who I am. That's yeah. just what I do. Exactly. What are you talking about? It's part of the environment yeah. now that you find yeah. yourself into. So you are, um, you know, m- m- evolving yeah. to become more relevant and to become responsive Yes. To the new environment. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you entered it, you were raw, you were rough on the edges. Maybe you were too much mm-hmm. of something <coughs> or too little. But all of a sudden, because iron sharpens iron, I realized mm-hmm. that, oh, wait, no, you know, my strictness is good, but maybe it's too much. Yeah. Right. So you chop off certain aspects of that. Sure. Right. But you still pretend because it is like at the end of the day, it is the core of who you are. Um, and there is something that is so valuable about your uniqueness, yes, right? And there's a place for it. But allowing ourselves to embrace the other person will help us also get off the extremities yeah. of, you know, our personalities Definitely. and come into a better form of it, mm-hmm. right? Because otherwise, if you don't, you find that by the time kids arrive, the raw form of who we are can become very suffocating yes. for the family and the kids. And that's not what we want. Right. You know, we want like the essence of who we are to become a thing that, you know, it just helps everybody become better. It be helped by kids to exist in an environment that is in its essence even better than what we would have even grown up in. Yeah, but I think to, we just need to love, appreciate each other. I think that's like also like such a key. And that's such a key part of yeah of overcoming the tension sure. that can come from, 
you know, saying, oh, but you're so different. You're so different. Right. Um, you know, but realizing that, yeah, you're different. That's good. So how do I embrace you? How do you embrace me? Yeah. You know, and I think that will like just help. Hey guys, we just want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and listening in. Listen, if you want to keep listening uh, in this specific topic, I want you to to go back to a previous podcast that we had called um, Marital Support and Parenting. It's really a good deeper dive into how do we support each other. Um, but look, I am looking forward to our next conversation and continue to engage this community. Thank you for your questions. Keep them coming. And we'll see you on the next one. All right. Thank you, guys.